here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den Podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast, your favorite podcast for all things Amazon advertising related. Let's scale some campaigns, shall we, Brent? We shall. Brent, for those watching on YouTube, they can see this. Uh, however, the majority of our audience listens to uh, this uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever. You are summoning the dress code of one of the, the great business minds of all time. So you're, you're dressed like Steve Jobs right now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, let me get my best. Let me get my best. <clears throat> An iPod, a phone, in an internet communicator. Are you getting this, folks? Are you getting it? There you go. There you go. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's always a pleasure to hang, to have you on the show. And of course, for those who don't know, Brent runs a fantastic Amazon advertising agency, AMZ Pathfinder, and uh, we're also buds. So that's right. It makes perfect sense for you to be here. Uh, and today, I love this kind of episode. Anytime we can do this kind of episode, I love it because it's so great to like take a topic of something new in Amazon advertising, break it down, distill it, rip it apart, look at it, put it in the 3D uh, futuristic model view above the table, and. <laughs> <laughs> we bring it and, into the metaverse first, and then yes. we and then we tear it apart. We do the thing where they say in CSI, enhance. Enhance. So we're oh. going to enhance this new feature. And this is a new feature of Amazon advertising that you may have noticed and been like, hey, what's this for? Should I use this? Should I not use this? This is the new budget rules that are available in Amazon. We're going to break down where they are. We're going to break down what they are and when we think they make sense to use and what kinds of things don't make sense. Uh, what, what are some use cases to avoid here? Uh, so this is a really cool topic. This actually came out and we were actually very confused. We wanted to do this topic, I think, in like early September, mid-September. And must have been when it first launched. Yeah. Yeah. And the wording and the phrasing around it was so confusing that we were just scratching our heads and and actually i guess amazon took note because like in mid-october <laughs> they updated their language uh did some testing with it over here at ad badger and uh it makes a lot more sense now um but it's still pretty confusing we probably spent three hours just talking about it <laughs> before we actually ran anything yeah. because in total. We it's very unclear what actually happens when you turn these budget rules on uh, and like there leaves you with some really weird questions. But um, 
that's what you're here listening to the show for, dear listener, wherever you are. Well, let's get into it. Um, so before we get to any of the sections, uh, I'd love to just talk a little bit about like what problem this solves, even before we talk about what the nuts and bolts are of this. So this is going to circle around changing budgets in an automated way, baked right into Amazon's platform. And, you know, even without thinking about what the tool is, like when you think about maybe automating budgets, like what comes to mind for you? Like, do you think that it's a good idea for Amazon to build these little budget rules inside the platform? Even before we talk about what these are, just in general, like what are your general thoughts on when you first heard about this? Like before you knew what it was, what did you think? Things like that. Yeah, if we kind of mentally rewind a couple of steps and think about that, maybe from some people will call, you know, first principles thinking like, what is the element of this that we desire without even knowing that this tool existed in the first place? Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that you and I and probably dozens, hundreds, thousands of other Amazon PPC uh, managers and people involved would want is a way to automate some of these budget manipulations based on criteria or dates. And it seems like those are the two options we get here. So they seem to have hit the uh, nail on the head there. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So like the spirit of what like should be a automated budget change, if you relate back to why you would change a budget in the first place, you know, maybe my sales are going up, maybe they're going down, maybe this is happening with my ACOS, maybe mm -hmm. ACOS is going up or going down. It'd be cool to edit the budget when these events happen. Maybe you're going into Prime Day or Black Friday or whatever and you want to instead of waking up early on Friday for Black Friday or going or, you know, late Thursday on Thanksgiving, maybe you just program it in and it just takes care of it for you. All right. Sleep in, sleep off that turkey, budgets okay. will handle themselves. Yeah. Maybe, you know, Amazon gets a feature that Google Ads had for the last 10 years. Where they <laughs> <laughs> so now that we sort of just talked about like what this is and like why this is a thing. Um, let's actually jump in to our first section, which is what do these budget rules even apply to? Where can you find them in your account? Okay, Brent, first question. Do these budget rules apply to all Amazon campaigns? First answer, no, they do not. It is only for our good friends sponsored products and specifically the auto and the manual variations on those. Yes. Uh, you know, I haven't done a gripe episode in a while where I share my gripes or my kvetches. However, uh, this would be one of them. Just the fact that there's so many different features for different campaign types and that they are not unified. It seems like sponsored products operates on their own drum sponsored display does all these different features for different things can i add a negative keyword to this kind of campaign i don't know let me go check that happens all the time mm -hmm. um so yes as of right now these budget rules are sponsored product however they do have them for auto and manual which is nice right that's nice and tell the good people out there like how to actually get to this is this in a new section or some place familiar for them yeah, well, it's not uh, you know immediately evident, right? So if you actually select one of the campaigns from inside the advertising console interface or you know, at that top level, there's no option there that says like you know change your budget rules. 
you have to drill into it and then on the left side you will see that budget rules option uh, appear and i think it maybe has a little beta tab or new tag next to it, it might depend on your account um, i think you mentioned mike that you didn't see this in one of the accounts you were looking at as of today november 10th when we're recording this i saw one that didn't have it yeah yeah, so it might, it might not be in your account still. And uh, we are looking at U.S. accounts, which I think is important to note as well. Uh, I did not look for, of, of the various, you know, French, German, Italian accounts we have, uh, didn't take a look. So Right. Um, so in, in terms of like, do is this a good spot for it? Uh, yeah, it's a good, like, on one hand, it's a good spot. You click on the campaign and then you see it on the left side where you see like campaign settings. Uh, I always like the idea, like when we are thinking of ways to, you know, make our software better, I'm always thinking like, well, it needs to be there when you're in the campaign, but then there should also be another section where you can see all of your budget rules at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would love it to be also maybe in the budgets tab or maybe in a specific rules section inside Amazon. Uh, just a little feedback if uh, Amazon's listening. Well, my first thought there is always, how do I apply it in bulk? You know, can right. I somehow get this to 15 campaigns, 100 mm-hmm. campaigns, or do I have to right. literally go to each one of these and click through to that, click through to that, and set it up? Oh, you know, kill me at that point. <laughs> no yeah. thanks. Um, and then the other question becomes, can we see in a place where we can see all, where how all of them are set? So if you export a bulk operations file, you can see where your uh, bid adjustment by placement is, for instance. Can yeah. we see that in here? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but putting it out there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's always nice to have. Uh, I almost think of it's like uh, when you're whenever maybe you're it comes up a lot when you're in like maybe crisis mode where you're just like, damn, like, let me just see everything that's going on. Like, let me just click on the rules section and see everything. Right. Hmm. So a little bit of feedback for Amazon if you're listening. And I know you're listening. Now, with that, let's move on to section two, which is what you will see once you make it to these budget rules. Alrighty, so when you click on this, it opens up a big uh, cover, like you can't see anything anymore. Uh, In fact, you can't even see the name of the campaign after you click on it. Um, So you click on it and this big screen interface shows up where you can enter in the details on this campaign. And the reason I say it'd be cool if the campaign name was still there is because I think the campaign name should probably be somewhere in the rule name itself. And this is sort of me saying, well, maybe one day these budget rules will be included in like a bulk export file or in a specific rules section or whatever. And I always like, I always like anytime I'm naming anything, it's always helpful to say, will I recognize this rule if it's out of context Mm -hmm. so like putting the name of the campaign will help you remember if you ever see this rule anywhere else you'll like know what the rule was for so i would say don't call it like rule one or like black friday rule uh maybe say like increase budget 10 percent bf for black friday uh, and then maybe like a campaign abbreviation, like running shoes, ASP for automatic sponsored products, something like that. Great idea. It needs to be understood in isolation. At Pathfinder, we call this ad group one disease. Yeah. Uh, because we oftentimes will do audits or see accounts and it's like, yeah, ad group one is fine if it's in the context of the campaign itself. But outside of that context, it's useless. <laughs> so same thing with the naming. Totally. Uh, anything else to say about the naming? Like you get to name your rule. Anything else to say about that? 
Uh, no, I think that's probably sufficient. I do like how it gives us the campaign daily budget uh, at the top there. I'm looking at an example here. So we already know what it is. That's, you know, obviously if it didn't include that, it would be really uh, frustrating, but it does give us that much. Yeah. I mean, it lists the campaign daily budget. It'd be cool to have some of that budget tab metric in here while we're making it, but moving on. So after you name it, right underneath that, there's two types of budget rules that you can create. They are the schedule versus performance. So there's, there's a schedule option. If you want to increase your budget during specific times, regardless of the performance, and then you can increase your budget uh, based on performance during a time frame. So it's like uh, performance is still looking at time frames and, and, and is active during a time frame, and it looks at and it will only increase budget if it meets certain parameters. And then schedule will increase your budget regardless of the parameters. Um, now, let's talk about schedule, the schedule path. Like, let's say you want to set something up based off schedule. Walk us through some of the things that people will see when they select the schedule path. Sure. And we have some interesting examples that we've uh, collated here to discuss. So schedule is definitely the more simple of the two, because at that point, we have a date range selector that's underneath it. And the first one is the recommended events. Uh, and let me scroll the notes. I mean, these recommended events, depending on what products you have inside of that campaign ad group set, uh, are going to give you different recommendations. You and I triangulated a couple of examples. Uh, the one I want to highlight here is what Amazon calls Turkey 5, which is what a lot of people in the Amazon ad space call you know, uh, Thanksgiving in the US through to Cyber Monday, which is five days. So Thursday, mm -hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, the only thing is that Turkey 5 range it gives us is the 22nd of November to the 7th of December. That is not the tur that is not the Turkey Five. That's like the Nor Turkey is it five. Fourteen. <laughs> yeah. So that's a bit confusing. Uh, we also saw Black Friday, which was a lot shorter, and then I think we saw Cyber Monday as well, which was like a little bit shorter time frame. That seemed to be a bit more accurate with what Cyber Monday actually is. But mm -hmm. the point is, these are Amazon suggested date ranges that they are giving you from the products inside the campaign, and so those will vary. You will see different things there in different campaigns. It's not all the same. What Mike and I determined is that. Um, it's probably best just to pick your own dates. <laughs> That's oh, probably yeah. the easiest way forward. Oh yeah, we'll save some of those recommendations, but the, I mean, this one is, is right here in front of us. The fact that these recommended events are not aligned with the actual day, it seems like it's much better to get into the habit of setting your own custom date range where you pick when you want the budget to change and when you want it to revert back to original. Definitely there. So that's the schedule path. And the recommended events are a little strange, but it's cool, like the spirit of what it's trying to do is to help you think like, okay, like I should probably think about changing my budget somewhat during these timeframes. I mean, we say it a lot on the show every single year uh, to do things with your budget around the Turkey Five. You know, I've been calling it like Cyber Weekend. I, I just won't use cyber in any context. I just cyber. Don't like it. I just don't like it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that. Um, and then if you select the performance option, uh, you know, pretty straightforward. This is where you can say own. So you, you still have to pick a start and end date range, even if you click a performance metric. So you still have to select a time frame at when you want it to 
change and when you want it to revert back to normal. Um, but the performance metrics that you get to choose from is if your A cost is less than, less than or equal to, greater than or equal to, or greater than a number. So you're, you can do that with your A cost. You could do that with your ROAS, which is the same metric, but still cool. <laughs> uh, you can do that with your conversion rate and your CTR. And I know we said we wanted to hold off to the end, but uh, to, for, for, for analysis and strategic analysis, but it's just like bursting at the seams right now. I, we both couldn't understand why you'd want to increase your budget in a sponsored product campaign if your CTR is a, is a certain gr- greater than or less than, but we'll get to that towards the end. Seems like a very narrow use yeah. case. One thing I want to highlight here, though, is of those four, two of them are essentially the same. One of them, we can't really figure out why we might use it. And the other one, conversion rate, is super, super important, but is not even a column inside of advertising mm-hmm. console. <laughs> so we still, to this day, it, let's talk about the gripes angle. We still, to this day, don't have a column that you can enable that just shows the conversion rate. And yet Ooh. here it exists in this like niche rule yeah. that you know is like two months old. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Elizabeth, yeah. Elizabeth and Green and Elizabeth Green and I did an episode on hidden metrics mm. that like hidden ratios that like really matter, but like Amazon just doesn't list. And unfortunately, conversion rate. This basic metric is a hidden ratio that's just matters. like. Is, um, now these date, these performances. So if you say a cost less than, you know, 40% change my budget, uh, that is going to be based off seven days of data and it's not, that's not listed, nor is it, it's, it's not listed in the screen. It's listed in like a help doc, nor, nor can, can you change it. Yeah. Which is kind yeah, of a bummer. So no 14 days, no 30 days. Uh, you know, maybe at some point, uh, you know, looking beyond 30 is maybe not the best, but you could definitely make a use case for 30 or 14 days, I think. And limiting it to seven, yeah, maybe too, maybe too narrow of a time window, especially if that campaign is not a big spender. Yeah. The next section uh, is going to be recurrence. So how often do you want Amazon to check if your parameters are met? Uh or how often do you want it to uh, apply this budget change? And this is where it can get a little confusing. So basically, you have two options. You can have it apply the rule weekly or daily. Um, so it's basically saying if you have a performance metric, it'll say, "Am I in the start? And, am I between the start and end date range for the rule that you set up?" So it's like if you say, you know, uh, during quarter four, you type in those dates and then you say if the A cost is less than 30%, change my budget. We'll talk about, you know, what the changing of the budget does before we, after this. But, you know, am I in my date ranges? If yes, is the performance metric met in the last seven days? So what that means is if you say when a cost is less than 30%, change my budget, it'll say you're in the date range, a cost is less than 30% in the last seven days. So we will apply the budget rule that you set. Uh, and if you set it on a daily range, it'll check every day and keep you boosted. That's it. Right. It keeps, keeps you at that level. And one thing about the checking frequency, when I read through the documentation, it did mention that it checks once a day just by default. But if you go and you set up a rule, it checks at that time and will apply it at that time if you've just set the rule up. So it is possible to get a same day 
application if you go and you set the rule up and say, oh, daily, when, starting today? Okay, great, it's gonna go check right away. Yeah, and then there's some weirdness with the, let's say you don't select a performance metric and you just select the date range. So you you go in and you say, okay, well, Black Friday to Cyber Monday or even Black Friday to, you know, December, you know, 19th before people can't order for Christmas, something like that. If you say increase the budget that much during that time frame, uh, check daily. What it's really doing is it's, and this is like bad interface because it's like confusing. But if, if you say like, you know, apply the budget rule during that time frame, it's not as if it will, and you say daily or even weekly, it's not as if it will go in and change your budget to infinity. Uh, it's just going to check, am I in that time frame? If yes, be sure that the budget has changed the amount that I wanted it to change. Is it fair to say, Mike, it has like a fresh start every day? It's not stacking, right? Right, right. And the reason why this is a little confusing is because of the option that you can actually set for the budget rule. And this is like the biggest deal of these budget rules is that it might be totally logical for you to say, hey, when my A costs, check every day. If my A cost in the last seven days is less than 30%, give me a 10% budget increase. But if my A cost is over 30%, give me a 10% budget decrease, right? Something totally simple like that. Well, this, my friends, is the biggest issue with these rules is that you can only, in classic Amazon fashion, you can only increase your budget with these budget rules. And that is the biggest thorn in this entire process. So to recap, you can't, you, if you, you can say if my A cost is less than 30% during this time frame, then increase my budget 10%. But you cannot say if my A cost is over a certain amount, then decrease my budget a certain amount. That is the thorn here. Uh, so that's, a, that's the biggest bummer here. So that shapes the entire way that you look at this uh, process. And I know this is this is, has to be pretty frustrating for you too, uh, Brent. Well, Amazon built us a really nice car, but it only has a gas pedal. It does not have mm -hmm. a brake. So we yeah. can go very fast with it, <laughs> but we can also crash ourselves into a wall if we're not careful. So I think yeah. that, uh, you know, use wisely and understand that when you're, when you're doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, that was an interesting caveat. So walk us through just a little bit about the mechanism then, because uh, I've been saying like budget change a lot on this show. And we talked about like the ideal budget tool that would actually decrease your budget when things aren't going great. But here, like walk us through, let's say we go into the budget rule and we say, okay, on Black Friday, from Black Friday to Cyber Monday, keep my budget 10% higher than normal. If you go and do that, walk us through like what will actually happen to a hundred dollar budget with that 10% bid change? What is that a 10% budget change? What does this mean for my mm -hmm. budget? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I guess if you were to, to do that quite simply, uh, it would simply look at the schedule, right? We're not using a performance-based evaluation here. Right. Um, not in this but, example. Right. But rather just a schedule. And it's going to say add 10% on a daily basis uh, between these dates and it'll put it to what? $110, right? So That's it. Yeah. Uh, like very straightforward use case. And yet again, 
recommend maybe setting a custom date range for that based on mm-hmm. your own data for year over year, uh, how things are trending for you so far this month in particular. Uh, yeah. And the most confusing thing too is during that time frame, every day it goes back to the, like, it, it's not as if you set that, you, you go into Black Friday with a $100 budget and then you set the uh, budget rule to increase 10% during this time frame. Check, repeat daily. It's not as if it's going to go from 100 to 110 to 120 to 130 to, you know, it's not going to be increasing it every day during that time frame. It's just going to check like, okay, apply the increased budget during this time frame if the if it applies, it doesn't like stack on top of it, um, which is an important distinction here, which was probably the the, most important thing to understand. Yeah. For for this particular thing. This was the most confusing component here. (laughs) It's funny enough. Like sometimes you ask questions uh, in the Amazon world and it's like people scratch their heads like internally at Amazon and sometimes just, uh, professional people that spend all day in here it's like well how does this mechanism work and this was definitely a confusing mechanism uh to understand here i think because of the wording but with all that i think we've outlined you know what this is you name your rule you tell it when to activate you optionally apply a performance check where it only increases during a certain amount you have it repeat daily or weekly and then you say how much you want the budget to increase and increasing your budget is the only option here. So with all of that, let's get to the last section of the show and actually say, actually talk about what the strategic implementations of these new features is inside, inside your Amazon advertising account. Okay, Brent. So we've laid it out. We tried to do a lot of uh, who, what, when, where, but let's talk about the why. Like, mm. why should people use this, uh, or why shouldn't they use this? So, what are some use cases that come up for you? You know, now that we uh, took the time to understand these rules a little bit more. Sure, two come to mind. The first of which is performance based. So that's why I'm so excited they added this performance element. When I first saw this, I was like, okay, it's got some times, that's cool, all right. But then when the performance thing kind of kicked in, I was like, now, this is the real deal. <laughs> because let's imagine a scenario where a client says, hey, I wanna increase my spend against this campaign or this family of products, whatever it is, however you group it, based on an ACOS or ROAS threshold or goal or target, right? That's a pretty common scenario for a lot of sellers out there listening and probably people at agencies who hear that kind of stuff all the time. Well, if there's a better way to automate that through uh, Amazon's own officially supported tools and channels, well, heck yeah. I mean, people are gonna be super into that. I know we will. Uh, We already use a third-party tool to help with that kind of stuff. Uh, So the fact that this can do it through, I would guess a more, let's say official channel uh, is really, really great. So, okay, your ACOS is sub 25%, looking at that last seven day time range, like we mentioned, unfortunately, can't modify that time window, but this is what we got so far. It's, it's a good start. Uh, let's boost the bid by 15, 20%. Or sorry, the budget should be clear. Uh, by 15, 20% on this given day, allocate more spend. You know, what clients don't want to see is logging into their account uh, in the evening time, let's say East Coast or, uh, you know, uh, Central Time and saying, oh, this campaign's out of budget. 
Uh, it's got a great A cost for the past week, and this is a product I want to keep moving. We want to generate mm -hmm. more sales velocity. You know, not an ideal experience for a client to have, right? So how do we build automations or use tools that avoid that from happening? <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. So, so what you just described, like you hit the nail on the head. You don't want to see a campaign with a really good A cost to be budget limited ever, uh, which is, you know, why, like if I'm optimizing an account, I generally prefer like give me an unlimited budget and I'll do like bid optimization within that f range. But, um, you know, sometimes you do want you do need these budget limits per campaign. So it allows you to basically prevent you being budget limited for a campaign with a good ACoS. And that is probably the biggest and best benefit of this. That I'll just check every day, like is your seven day ACoS really good? Uh, then bump up the budget. And I would say if you wanted to use this in a really safe way, like make that number a no brainer, like of course you would do that. So I wouldn't say like if your target ACoS, like the thing that you're going after is 40% and like, you know, you waver around 35 to 45, you might not necessarily want to increase your budget 10, 20% if it goes over, over what, if it, you know, your ACoS moves under 40 for seven days, uh, you may want to be a little bit more safe in that. Um, because if your budget, if your A cost is like fluctuating around your target, uh, then you know it's possible that you might give it a bigger budget going into a seven day time frame in which your A cost would actually be over your target. So like if your target A cost is maybe forty percent, maybe you set this rule up to be you know thirty five or thirty uh, percent. That way you have a buffer zone when it kicks up. So that's a little tip there, but. Um, yeah, like that's the best use case. Like you don't want a campaign that has a good A cost to be budget limited and this can help prevent that. Boom, you set this rule up, you have it checked daily, don't give it an end date and kablamo, you've you've ensured yourself that that doesn't happen. So that's a really nice, simple, goes down smooth recommendation here. <laughs> that was the one thing I was gonna chime in on is that this is a scenario where you'd use the no end date setting that yeah. right because it is possible to set it start today and never okay cool so your, it's your, in effect for your great-grandchildren will manage it <laughs> your great-grandchildren yeah. will inherit this glorious campaign with its aged aged performance yes. tell them to never ever pause it or yeah. archive it <laughs> that's right uh what about your thoughts on uh hey should i be logging in thursday on thanksgiving before i have uh too much uh, what's your, uh, before I have too much, um, hard cider, uh, it's a, which is a good wintry drink, uh, before you have too much hard cider, uh, or should you set a budget rule? What are your thoughts there? Yeah. Don't drink in PPC people. Um, yeah. you should set a budget rule. That sounds like a great option. I mean, this is back to the events and the time scheduling. So in this case, you don't necessarily care that the performance is really good the last seven days. What you care about is getting some of that like impression share during uh, this Black Friday madness, you know, people yeah. are cramming themselves in the Amazon store. Uh, we've all seen the footage of people at Walmart. Well, just imagine Amazon is like the digital version of that on yeah. <laughs> Friday morning, uh, Thursday night from, you know, until a week uh, later. 
So everyone's trying to get in. Everyone's trying to buy Crocs or big screen TVs or whatever. <laughs> so if you are going to be boosting your budget during that period, well, it doesn't really matter what happened the last seven days. The idea yeah. is to get more exposure and make sure that you're not budget limited during this time period. And this is another one of these scenarios. If I put myself in the shoes of a seller or a client where they log in and they see, oh, we're not spending on Black Friday. Uh, <laughs> right. Not a great scenario. Totally. And um, for recommendations as ter in terms of like what your budget increases should be, um, actually last week's episode, we gave a lot of thought to that, um, my episode with Michael and Ryan. But um, so be sure to check out last week's episode if you haven't. But um, another really nice reason to use this, which is outside of Black Friday and performance, is just get more comfortable with tools and PPC, like use more automation than less because it could be helpful. Like, you know, if you could say, if you can just tell me like, hey, there's an automated rule that you could set up where you won't be budget limited on a campaign with a really good ACoS, like take advantage of that. Uh, you're not being lazy. You know, some people might say, well, no, I need to check it. I need to like manually do it. Well, you know, you're manually setting the rule, like you're managing the rule. Mm -hmm. And if you take the time to understand these rules, I think it can really expand your learning, get more comfortable and confident with it. Now, there's definitely some things that could help with the managing of these rules, like a, a full place where you can view all the budget rules uh, and make some bulk actions. But like part of, you know, even ha part of the reason I'm even able to have that observation is just because I poke around and play around with so many things. Um, so I encourage your exploration and your learning too, dear listener. Absolutely. It's long-term versus short-term thinking. You know, I could log in today and change it myself, or I could learn how to use this new emerging tool that Amazon's created for us and master it early on. And so then in the future, I'm saving myself time hassle. Yeah. And the last thing that we wrote down too was, is there a use case for setting a click-through rate based budget rule like would i ever want to increase my budget in a sponsored product campaign auto or manual if my ctr is doing something uh i mean the only thing i thought I of a use case of, the only thing i can think of is you really want to send a signal to amazon that for a particular set of keywords this product is going to get a killer click-through rate and if it is above a certain amount that you deem to be killer then you want to give it more budget. So it's like continuing to juice that uh, to send the right signals to Amazon. That's the only thing I can think of. And even that's grasping at straws. Yeah. I thought of a use case just as we're sitting here talking. Uh, maybe for your branded campaigns, Ooh. you always want to be sure that you have a good click-through rate. Wait, would you want to do that? If, if like your click-through rate drops, let's say you have a small budget on your branded campaigns, but like your click-through rate drops. No, that's not, that wouldn't make sense. There, there, it would be a bid change. Like if my clicks are going down for my branded campaigns and boost up the bids. So yeah, that's not a use case for the nah, click-through rate. We're, we're, we're trying, but we're I trying just can't think of it. <laughs> ACOS and ROS are the obvious ones and yeah. I can see some maybe utility, maybe for uh, like top of funnel type stuff, like sponsored display maybe um, but even then most people don't have a click goal most people have like a performance goal centered around a cost or revenue so click-through rate is is like a second tier metric after the first tier metric of like ROAS mm -hmm. 
slash ACOS or revenue and spend, like stuff like that. One other last idea I had looking at this was what if you could set the campaigns to an absolute value? So instead of 10% increase, you say, yeah. just take it to $400. Right. Or just take it to, I mean, you can make some really big jumps if you're feeling really crazy. Like take it from 300 to 600. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can do that, of course, with a percentage, but I don't know. It might just be another way for people to wrap their head around it if they don't want to deal with it. Amazon's nice. They do give you the outcome. You know, so if you say 10%, they say, well, 10% makes it this much. Um, yeah. But it might be nice to have an uh, absolute value too. That's what's so confusing about this because technically this rule, you're setting absolute values. You're setting, well, this is my normal budget, budget A, and this is my changed, in, increased budget during this time frame or when this performance happens during this time frame. So it's really you're setting a budget A and a budget B. When mm. you think of percentages, sometimes you think of the like stacking on top of it, like increase my budget like 10% every day. And then like you end up with a budget of a bajillion dollars. But like it would just be so much clearer if they just did budget A, budget B type thing. Well, Brent, we have ran circles around this new budget rules. I think anyone listening has a way better understanding about what this is and how to use it, considerations to use it, um, which is exactly what the show is for. So I loved this episode. I love that we were able to do this and put this together. This was a couple weeks in the making and uh, <laughs> I know it shown through on this episode for sure. Right on. You know, I mentioned hard cider. What is your favorite wintry drink? Now that we're coming into the winter Ooh, here. That's a good one. Um, I'm not sure if I'm like saying it right, but there's something called like glug or glug, which is I think something that's like maybe Norwegian, but it's basically like a mulled wine with a bunch of spices. I think it's pretty common in a lot of Northern European, yeah. uh, you know, cultures. But uh, yeah, growing Are up- Are you saying the word glug? I think it's glug, grog. I'm not really sure exactly what it's called because it has like an umlaut, maybe a couple of extra G's on there. Um, I don't speak Norwegian. Uh, so <laughs> it's one of those, but that is some delicious stuff. Um, I'll have to look for it somewhere. Trader Joe's. Uh, <laughs> they probably have it. <laughs> TJ's getting it done. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the PBCN podcast, your favorite podcast for everything Amazon advertising. Uh, we'll be back next week with another phenomenal episode. Brent from AMZ Pathfinder, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Can't wait until next time. Until then, I'll see you inside the Badger Den. Adios. Adios.